Hi, it's the whole Zoom March Show. A.A. Mill, Winnie the Pooh, Chapter 2, in which Pooh goes visiting and gets into a tight place. Edward Bear, known to his friends as Winnie the Pooh, or Pooh for short, was walking through the forest one day, humming proudly to himself. He made up a little hum that very morning, as he was doing his stoutest exercises in front of the glass, tra-la-la, tra-la-la, as he stretched up high, as he could go, then tra-la-la, tra-la-la, I'll help, la. He tried to reach his toes. After breakfast, he had said it was. Uh, he said it over and over to himself until he had learnt it, off by heart, and now he was humming it right through properly. It went like this. Tra-la-la-la-la, tra-la-la-la-la. Rum dee dum dum dum, tra la dee dee dum tee tiddly dee, tiddly dee tiddly dee tiddly, rum rum tiddly dum. Well, he was humming this hum to himself, walking along, gaitily, wondering what everybody else was doing and when, what it felt like with being someone else. When well, suddenly came to a sandy bank, and in the bank was a large hole. Oh, said Pooh. Rum-dee-dee-tum-tum-tum. If I know anything about anything, the hole means rabbit, he said. And rabbit means company, he said. Company means food and listening to humming and like such like rum-dee-dee-tum-tum-tum. So he bent down, put his head down the hole, hole and called out, Is anyone at home? Then a sudden scruffly noise from inside the hole and then silence. All I said was, is there anyone at home? called out Pooh very loudly. No, said a voice that then added, you haven't shout, you needn't shout so loud. I heard you quite well the first time. Bother, said Pooh. Is there anything, is there anybody here at all? Nobody. Winnie the Pooh took his head out of the hole and thought for a little. He thought to himself, "This must be so. There must be somebody there, somebody, because somebody must have said nobody." So he puts his head back in the hole and says, "Hello, Rabbit. Isn't that you?" "No," said Rabbit in a different sort of voice this time. "But isn't that Rabbit's voice?" "I don't think so," said Rabbit. "It isn't meant to be." "Oh," said said Pooh. He took his hand out the hole, and had another thing, and then put it back and said, well, you could kindly tell me where Rabbit is. He's gone to see his friend Pooh Bear, who's a great friend of his. But that is me, said Pooh, very much surprised. What sort of me? Pooh Bear! Are you sure? said Rabbit, still more surprised. Quite, quite sure, said Pooh. Oh well. Then come in. So Pooh pushed and pushed and pushed his way through the hole. At last he got in. You are quite right, said Rabbit, looking at him all over. It is you. Glad to see you. Who did you think it was? Well, I wasn't sure. You know how it is in the forest. One can't have anybody coming in one's house. One has to be careful about a mouthful of, thing, about a mouthful of things. Pooh always said a little something 
at 11 o'clock in the morning. He was very glad to see Rabbit getting out of the plates and mugs. And when Rabbit said, Honey or condensed milk with your bread, he was excited and said, Both. Then, so as not to get seen greedy, he added, But don't bother about the bread, please. And for a little moment after he said nothing, until at last humming to himself in a rather sticky voice, he got up, shook Rabbit lovely by the paw, and said that he must be going. That's you, said said Rabbit politely. Well, said Pooh, I can't stay a, I guess I could stay a little bit if you, if you tried very hard to look in the direction of the larder. As a matter of fact, said Rabbit, I was going to get my, going out myself directly. Oh, well then, I'll say I'm going on. Goodbye. Well, goodbye. Are you sure you don't want any, have any more? Is there any more? said Pooh quickly. Rabbit took the covers off the dishes and said, No, there isn't, wasn't. I thought not, said Pooh, nodding to himself. Well, goodbye. I must be going on. He started to climb out the hole. He pulled with his front paw and pushed with his back paws. And in a little, and in a little that while his nose was out in the open again. Then his ears, then his front paws, then his shoulders, and then... Oh, hell, said Pooh. I've got to get... i better go back. Oh, bother, said Pooh. I shall have to go on. I can't do it either, said Pooh. Oh, help and bother. By this time, Rabbit wanted to go for a walk too, and finding the front door full... He went out by the back door and came round to Pooh and looked at him. Hello, are you stuck? He asked. No, said Pooh carelessly, just resting and thinking about humming to myself. Here, give me a paw. Pooh Bird stretched out a paw, paw and Rabbit pulled and pulled and pulled. Oh, cried Pooh, you're hurting. The fact is, said Rabbit, you're stuck. All comes, said Pooh crossly, of not having front doors big enough. It all comes, said Rabbit sternly, of eating too much. I thought at the time, said Rabbit. Only didn't like to say anything, said Rabbit. That one of us is eating too much, said Rabbit. I knew it wasn't me, said. Well, I shall go and fetch Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin lived at the other end of the forest, and when he came back with... With Rabbit and saw the front half of Pooh, he said, Silly old bear, in such a loving voice that everyone felt quite hopeful again. I was beginning to think, said the bear, sniffing slightly, that Rabbit might not be able to use his front door again, and I should hate that, he said. So should I, said Rabbit. Use his front door again, said Christopher Robin. Of course he'll use his front door again. Good, said Rabbit. We can't pull you out, Pooh. We might push you back. The rabbit scratched his whiskers thoughtfully and pointed out that once Pooh was pushed back, he was back. And of course nobody was more glad to see Pooh when he was still there. It was some lived in trees and some lived underground and... You mean I'll never get out, said Pooh? I mean, said Rabbit, you're going, you have 
You haven't got so far, it seems a pity to waste it. Christopher Robin nodded. There's only one thing to be done, he said. We shall have to wait for you to get thin again. How long does getting thin take, said Perenxi. About a week, I should think. Oh, but I can't stay here for a week. You can stay to heal, heal right, said the old bear. It's getting you out, which is so difficult. We'll read you, said Rabbit cheerfully, and I hope it won't snow, he added. I say, old fellow, you're taking up a great deal of room in my house. Do you mind if I use your back legs as a t- tail horse? Because, I mean, they are doing nothing, and it will be a very convenient way just to hang the tails on them. A week, said Pooh gloomily. What about meals? I'm afraid no meals, said Christopher Romney, because you're getting thin quicker. But we will read to you. Bear began to sigh. Then Fanny couldn't because he was so, so tightly stuck, a tear rolled down his eye. He said, Then that, then would you read a, a sustaining book such as would help a wedge bear in great tightness? So a week, so for a week, Christopher Robin read his book, the sword book, at the north end of Pooh, and Rabbit Hangy's washing on the south end. In between, Bill felt himself being slender and slender. At the end of the week, Christopher Robin said, Now. So he took hold of Pooh's front paws, and Rabbit took hold of Robin, Christopher Robin, and all Rabbit's friends and relations took hold of Rabbit. They all pulled together, and for a long time, Pooh just said, Ow! And ooh! And then all of a sudden, he, he said, Pop! Just as if a cork were going out, out of a bottle. Christopher Robin and Rabbit and all Rabbit's friends and relations went head over heels backwards and on top of them came Robert William Pooh free. So, with a nod of thanks to his friends, he went on with his walk through the forest, humbling proudly to himself. But Christopher Robin looked at him lovingly and said to himself, Silly old bear.